You're listening to the Cheap Shots Podcast Network. Cheap Shots! What's up, dude? I'm eating some dirty fries. <laughs> what you doing? Okay. Just being bewildered by your every action. Thank you. What are dirty fries, bud? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. No, I imagine since you decided to mash them into your face right before we began. <laughs> well, they're good. So it's a um, bunch of French fries, obviously. And they're mixed with aioli, bacon, chives, some of these green onions, um, and goat cheese. Nice. I've never had goat well, everyone cheese he'll be before. Eating, he'll be eating while we do our podcast like a professional. Yeah, we are. Well, I mean, it is dinner time for me. True, it is 8.30. I'm eating dirty fries, drinking Theraflu, and then I'm about to put it's a like, dip in right after that. Was that an Was that like, would you like a medium Theraflu? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it sounds, is that part of the meal? No, this is separate. I had to go to the store for this. Gotcha. They didn't have any other um, cold medicine. They had Theraflu sitting there. The kind you have to pour into a drink and mix it all up. It's disgusting. Theraflu. Ah, How about you? How's your day going? It's going all right. I actually have to get a dip too. I got to find. Why don't you um, (laughs) tell everyone everything about you and your life and where you're at and stuff, and I'll grab that. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be the professional now. Exactly. No, I want to blow my brains out. All right. Uh, I'm in Seward right now. Not not like a sewer, but Seward. It's in Alaska. I just drove here this morning because I was stuck in Barrow, Alaska for like three days longer than I was supposed to be. Because the plane, the weather was too bad. So... I'm currently in Seward, Alaska, where it is right now starting to snow. That's good. I have to complete a job tomorrow, and then I uh, fly out the next day home. Did you come back yet? Yep. Oh. I'm letting you continue. Oh, so yeah. Barrow was fun. They put me in a nice hotel, so that was cool. 
That's cool. What kind of hotel? Yeah. Top of the world. That's what it's called? It is called Top of the World. And then... Do we have a huge delay or are you slightly retarded? What's going on? I don't know. I I can hear you just fine. Well, I can hear you too, but how long of a delay is there? Um, Not very long. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. The delay. The delay. The so, dreaded delay. You asked me about the top of the world. Yep. I love telling TK stories because he hates them so much. And this is the only no, way awesome. I could force them upon him. And he can't this really argue about it. It right, makes me goes so with fucking happy. This goes with our game what? that we'll be playing. Oh, good. So the... <laughs> The top of the world is like the northernmost point in America. It's above the Arctic Circle. Uh, It's dark 24 hours a day in the wintertime. And vampires come and kill you in your sleep. How come you're not dead? Um, I escaped just in the nick of time. Okay. No. The... The That's movie cool. 30 Days of Night takes place there. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit on the last one, but uh, that's pretty cool. I wanted to go there until you went there, and it sounds like a fucking nightmare, so well, I'm glad it's I didn't get really to go. Well, it's not really that bad. The bad part is is you don't um, get You're to... kind of bitchy we're not being bad. Well, they the, the facility picks me up and drops me off, and... That's the bad part. You're not free to just drive around anywhere and look at stuff. I wouldn't like that, and I would love that at the same time. Like when I have to work with anybody, like I make them drive so I can feel like a diplomat, try to ride in the back. <laughs> I like that. They fed me every meal I wanted. <laughs> which was interesting. Like, anything you asked for, like. You look like the chick from European Vacation. <laughs> no. So they pick me up and they're like, all right, we're going to eat breakfast. I'm like, oh, okay. And I pick out whatever for, uh, in the cafeteria I want for breakfast. And they, they're like, this is, you don't have to pay for this. It's on us. I'm like, all right. And then lunchtime, and they're like, I want, let's go buy you lunch. And if I want dinner, I can... Go. They'll pick me up, and I can go there and grab dinner, and then go back to the hotel. Pretty cool. I like that they sat there, the most northern tip of America, and they sound southern. Yeah, the guy who was with me was from Texas, but he's lived in that is- Alaska for thirty years. That's pretty cool. You can't get rid you of that Texas that accent. accent. No, once you have it, you're scarred for life. <laughs> Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I sent you a picture from there. Over the whale bones? Whale bones, baby. It's pretty cool. That point right there is, is the end. That is the northernmost point, right? Right where that picture is. For, for it being dark 24 hours, it wasn't very dark, dude. No. So it was actually, uh, the lightest, 
that I saw there, the sun doesn't come up, but it comes right to the edge. As it, you know, it's it's always down, but it looks like at its brightest, it looks like it's um, dust, just heavily overcast. I gotcha. That's cool. Um, he says oh. it gets darker as the winter goes on, though. Like it doesn't. It gets to a point where you can't even tell. It's just pitch black the whole time. Yeah, I kind of. So, I was. So, I wish I could have gone there as well. I mean, that'd be kind of a cool place to go, but it still sounds terrible too. At the same time, they build everything on stilts. They have to wear stilts when they build stuff. No, just. Uh, when the buildings have to have stilts. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That'd be awesome. There's just everybody in the town's whole, walking around on stilts. <laughs> the whole facility, that huge facility was all upon all stilts. Every building is because uh, they can't, it's, they can't build buildings right on top of the permafrost because as it melts and freezes, it'll fuck, fuck up all the buildings. So they got to build them on stilts, and the stilts have to go down below the permafrost. You learned a lot. I'm a genius. <laughs> I don't know about that. You learned a lot. So, um, yeah, that was that's my adventure so far. That's cool. And up in up that's here exciting. in Seward now. More. You Alaska. just got back from somewhere. Alaska. I was in Alaska too. You were not. I was in Alaska. I had no service. Remember, not found the ice. this last trip. Yeah, it was this. Uh, this full trip was. I was in Alaska on this trip. Oh, I guess in the whole eighteen days, you were. You were in yeah. Dillingham. Dillingham. <clears throat> hey, what did you think of that place? I think we talked about it, but we could talk we about did. it again. We did. We did. No, we're good. We're good. Oh. <laughs> I did get to see a volcano. You had you had relations with an Eskimo? No, I couldn't find one. You did see. I, so uh, then you went to uh, Hawaii and you saw a volcano, which was erupting. You've seen before, but this time it was. I've erupting. seen it. Yeah, shit was coming out of it. That was pretty cool to see. Uh, I went one night, and it, it. I swear to God, the entire island was on that highway trying to look at it. <laughs> it was a two-hour trip. Oh. Like it was two hours to drive there and back. One hour there, one hour back, and it took me about five hours. How long did you stand out there looking at it? Not very long. I was so mad about being in traffic. I was falling asleep. Thank God for really good um, cruise control on the new cars. It's almost like having a Tesla. <laughs> because if you put the if you put it in you, cruise uh... control and you do the lane assist. You can basically just keep it in cruise control. It'll stop completely for you and go again. You have to have your hand on the steering wheel, though. Yeah, I was fine with that. Otherwise, that doesn't work. So that helped. I was starting to fall asleep in traffic. Did you? Uh, did you get close to the lava? Could you feel it? No. It was Did like a mile or two. It was a couple. It was a couple miles away. A mile or two away. <clears throat> so people had like probably like binoculars and uh, telescopes so they could zoom in on it. Yeah, you could see it really good at night, anyways. But 
<clears throat> so that was pretty interesting to see. And then my parents were giving me a whole bunch of shit about wanting pictures. So the last day I drove around taking pictures of everything like a fucking tourist. Yeah, how'd that feel? I don't like it. First of all, what do they want pictures of? Hawaii. They probably want you in the picture, though. Oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> you should have just took a bunch of selfies of yourself and said, here you go. Just a place like, look, Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. What's funny is I sent my dad a picture because he's like, oh, it'd be nice to get some pictures or something. I sent him a picture of the, of the volcano. And he goes, nice. That would be a nice place to visit or something. And I'm like, listen, man, you wanted these pictures, motherfucker. I was told that I was probably reading into it the wrong way, but I know my dad. He's like, don't be trying to show off. Right. He wants pictures, uh, like shitty pictures he can make fun of. <laughs> Maybe. He's like, oh, who took a picture of that? Stupid. Oh, yeah. So that was that was super interesting. I thought it was pretty cool to be there. Um, I was a little nervous about the Pele's hair getting in the lungs and shit like that, but no, I seem fine. What do they call it? Pele's hair. Pele's like the deity, their goddess type thing over there, like of that volcano. And his hair will get into you? Her. Her hair. <laughs> Her hair will get in your lungs. Yeah, because like they call it Pele's hair, but it's like uh, glass fibers, kind of like um, asbestos, like fiberglass. Yeah, because that's what asbestos is. Um, oh, so did you? <laughs> are you gonna die? Oh, I feel fine for now. Uh, there was a point in this trip that I thought I was gonna die. I walked into What's a hot lab with, with shit. With shit sitting out. <laughs> yeah. I got a I got an emergency call on that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna probably all my teeth and hair are gonna fall out. I walked into a radiation area. Okay. I was nervous, bro. I hope you go to only your shit, um, only shit was out. <laughs> I hope hot you go to your, your convention in a couple days. And you uh, you walk in and everyone thinks you're Toxic Avenger. <laughs> I walk in and I'm just like, hey, and I just move my hand through my hair and it all comes out. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, it was pretty cool. I got to go to the Big <laughs> Island and Honolulu, uh, Oahu and Kona Island. So that was pretty cool. Interesting. So you made that, a ton of you made that sound like the islands. Uh, Oahu and the Big Island. How's that? Okay. Uh, I only went to two islands. I'm a real piece of shit. I um was on in yeah. a hotel and they were having fireworks go off, which is pretty cool to see. One night I couldn't see them at all, and the next night I could. Out of I don't which, know what the fuck they were uh, Island. Oahu. Yeah, the, they were coming from the ocean. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but they went off for a while. What's funny, it's weird because, like, there's apartments down there, like, a lot of high-rises in Honolulu, and um, I think I was, like, on the 15th floor. So, like, when it was over, I just heard people clapping all over the place. That was kind of weird to hear. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not like they were down there by it. Like, they're just in their apartment, like, sitting on their apartment patios or balconies. Sorry. 
You know what um, would have been cool if you had time? If I just jumped off, <laughs> jumped over it, made him watch, jumped over the ledge. Yeah, jump, jump off the building um, as a as a finale. No, would be to try to find uh, Magnum Magnum PI's house. That would have been real cool. That would have been dope. How would I find that? Just a whole bunch of gay dudes banging on the lawn, fucking with Higgins? (laughs) First of all, why are they gay dudes? Higgins was questionable at best. (laughs) What? Higgins? The little dude that talked... No, Higgins was like the guy that owned like the house. Didn't he didn't work didn't Magnum want to work for him? I don't remember. He was the I don't remember either, but he's that guy was questioning. He's the British dude, right? Yeah, he had some sort of accident. Maybe we're, maybe we're thinking of something different. But yeah, no, you just I'm sure you could find it. You can just like Google it and it'll tell you where to drive to. I guess. I'm glad you didn't mention that, that while I was cool. there. Uh, you wouldn't have done it. So the one thing that was I was thought about, I really thought about, but I paid for first class to get home, thinking it was going to be a pod, but it was just a regular ass first class seat. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if I wouldn't have paid for that first class seat on the way home, I would have taken a helicopter to that volcano. But that was like seven hundred bucks, six something. So now that you've taken the first class home, would you have switched it to ride in like? poor people's class to go in the hell yeah sit, to sit in the shit seats but no i couldn't i couldn't have done that for that many hours dude what do you mean i couldn't have rode in those for that many hours <laughs> it was six hours home fuck you man i that was like six hours home dude yes i used to do that shit every fucking trip yeah, you're it was an idiot. a six-hour fucking flight to New York, to fucking Boston, to Maine, Florida. You're a dumb dumb. There's no yeah, way. I had a lot of I choice. Well, you did. You could have bought first glass. Um, I could have. I could have bought first glass been... every fucking time. Yeah, man. <laughs> I uh, <sighs> I don't know. I ate my fucking the meal they give you in the dark. Oh, you didn't even turn the light next, on. He was, he was sleeping. Oh, fuck that guy. So I ate like a chicken breast and then they had this weird like salad where it looks like somebody just put it in their hand and crunched it up like a fist and put it on the plate. So that was almost <laughs> impossible to eat without dropping on yourself. So was I, looked, I, was like, I looked like I was like, chicken was fine. Food is okay. And then First just of all, movies, I couldn't what was the eat. other choice? Some vegetable, uh, vegan option of something. Oh, yeah. She said, I have a vegan option, and she, I just zoned out. Like, no, bring me the thing with the meat that you talked about. <laughs> the desserts are usually pretty good. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Good brownie. Uh, and then <clears> you had, had alcohol. Of course. I didn't sleep very much. What? Was pretty much the whole plane asleep. Yeah, dude. I, the, when I I finally went to sleep like twenty minutes before we landed, thinking I had like an hour or so. <laughs> so as soon as I started nodding out, they're like, "All right, everybody, put their seats up." I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, 
I figured uh, I figured you were pretty fucking wore out that day. I was. I drove a lot that well, day. Well, it's a lot longer for you. Yeah, you were up the whole day driving around taking pictures of fucking fields. And- <laughs> yeah, I got in the ocean a little bit. I sat in one area like there was... It was almost like being a deprivation tank. It was so quiet. That was cool. What part? Where was it near the airport? No, it was up the west side of uh, the Big Island, going In north. The, oh, the Hilo side. No, the west side. I don't know where the west side is. Opposite. I think Hilo's on the east. Oh, you're in the Kona side. Yeah, but going north, like, that's not Kona anymore. It's other things. But it was Over pretty the cool up there. Rocks and shit? What? You go some lava, lava rocks. rocks to get to it? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But you keep going and going and going. Like, it gets kind of country, and that part was really nice. I recommend that side. Anybody wants to see what, like, Hawaii can really look like. Beautiful. Well, most of Hawaii, it looks like Green. tropical. It does, but I'm saying, yeah, but there's like, it's usually city or just surrounded by people. This is pretty desolate. <laughs> I loved it. You went to a <clears throat> beach that no one goes to, probably because turtles shit in there. Probably. Like, I, they're probably like, you can't go. That's where we dump all our waste, dude. <laughs> I went to busy, uh, kind of busy beaches on uh, Honolulu, Oahu, North Beach and stuff. Yeah, there's the main beach there, um, right a, like right on the other side of the beach, not the ocean side, but the other side of the beach, there's like a zoo. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, it's a zoo. It's a like any other zoo. They have fucking things that aren't in Hawaii. Rhinoceroses and shit. By the way, gotcha. did you know a unicorn <laughs> is actually a rhinoceros? Okay. That wouldn't be very beautiful. That's just, I just wanted to let you know that when they talk about unicorns, they're talking about rhinoceroses. I don't even know how to respond. What the fuck? What are you talking about? Uh, I just saw it in a video. <laughs> Probably a TikTok video, the number one truth and the real life stuff of all time. <laughs> Extreme knowledge of accurate facts. Yeah. I had, uh, <laughs> yes, I, I was telling you my, I think my, um, no, they have it on their nose. Right. Yeah. Where does a unicorn have theirs? On their forehead. It doesn't matter where a unicorn has it. Okay. I'm telling you. I don't. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. <laughs> oh, uh, mythology, Greek mythology and all that shit. They're talking about unicorns. 
um, in stories and stuff. And it's uh, everyone assumes it's the horse, but it's not. It's the rhinoceros. What about the flying part? Is there a flying rhinoceros that I didn't know about? Oh, maybe. Yeah, so is the horse. The horse is fake. It's all fake. (laughs) Except rhinoceroses are not fake. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're saying that the rhinoceros is that's why. Oh, it's, it has a horn. So if they made rhinoceroses, I'm struggling to even say it. They meant rhinoceros because there's no horse that really has that. Well, they also don't have wings on rhinoceroses, so they were just they make up a lot of crazy things. But they called rhinoceroses unicorns back in the okay. day. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Or unicorn. Nope, unicorns. Okay. You got that from a dude telling you. <laughs> just a dude told you that. It's in the Bible. Just a, dude, just a dude named Timothy. It came from the Bible now? The <laughs> Bible has unicorns in it? Yeah. It does. Okay. <laughs> you sent me that passage. You didn't know that? No. All right. Well. <laughs> I will. Okay. Um. What Where else were we? we talk about? We talk- I don't know, but like this is like becoming like a travel show. So I don't speak about it too often. Yeah. Well, uh, we did a lot of, um, well, you were gone for like 20 days. Yeah, it's been quite some time. I'm home for like two days and then I'm gone again. I'm really struggling to like get back to regular time. What? Oh, yeah. What did you do for uh, Thanksgiving? Nothing. You didn't have like a special dinner? No, I didn't really do anything. Um, I went to work for a little bit. Or no, I think I, I think I didn't go that day. <clears throat> and then I took my birthday off. And that's about it. There was a lot of days you didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went. I went almost every day. Um, there was a couple of days that they had built-in <laughs> time off. Like the Sunday I traveled from one island to the next, I basically was off until Monday. How long was that flight? Like an hour and a half. That flight was cool because you could see other islands. I want to go to like one of those uninhabited islands, just walk around, get attacked by a monkey or something or a tribe. I don't think there's tribes uh, or monkeys in Hawaii. And there's no native snakes. Thank you, Bill. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. Well, that's good. But dry, flying over. The only thing you'd have really to worry cool. about would be wild boar. Yeah, they were talking about that on top of Mount Kea. Mauna Kea. Yeah, wild boar up there? Just uh, wild pigs and something else. Uh, what, what uh, mountain something goats. Else? That's what I want to know. Big mount, mountain goats, I think. Unicorns, rhinoceroses. <laughs> so, so like I have a, uh, you know me, like I want to walk into the woods and just fucking, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I'm going to probably start doing that more here just to, like I, I came up with a theory when I was out there that people go on vacation to these beautiful places and it's one to experience like, you know, all the excursions and the beaches and but I think people are drawn to it because of the feeling of like in our DNA, like the roots, the getting back to nature. And an island is a way to experience something. If you're not from that, like to experience something like, well, this is you're exploring. 
and you're out in new nature so you can like kind of connect with it. Does that make sense? <clears throat> you should have did that when you were in Dillingham. Oh man. If I had any kind of service, I probably would have. It was pretty cold. It was a little chilly though. But like the idea of like, I'm going to try to find some places here that are kind of as least un- as uninhabited as it can be and walk into the trees and just sit there. Like with silence. <laughs> I guess you don't have to worry about where you live. There's no like bears or tigers or lions or anything to worry about. Right. <laughs> you got a lot of lions and tigers where you live? Uh, well, uh, mountain lions yeah. and bears. I think I think we have like wolves and shit like that. Or something similar to that. Coyotes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's probably something. I'd have to take, like, gun, knife, things like that, a way to somebody knows where I'm at. Be more worried about people than anything. Take your uh, your GPS watch. Yeah. I mean, if I get any service. I just like the idea of, like, when I was sitting there in Hawaii, just, like, in that quiet spot, like, that was amazing and i try to turn my thoughts off and just sit and just experience like everything around me and not think and that was probably the most peaceful i felt in a long time that was amazing don't be a faggot i think i think i could be <laughs> i think i could be a um a hermit or a like a monk like a dude that just lives by himself to like feel spirituality <laughs> because I felt so good and pure, and then when I got back to people, my mind felt fragmented. It is weird. Um, I know it sounds insane. Yeah, you basically what you're saying is you you have to you have to vacation alone from now on. I would like that to get any peace. Well, you can do the things, but like I would like a day to myself for sure. There's something about it, man. I like couldn't just be in the middle of nothing, and that's it was crazy. Felt really good. They wouldn't let me wander around in Barrow alone because they said that uh, there's polar bears everywhere. Those are actually um, <laughs> I can't think of a mythical creature that's stupid that has n- nothing to do with it. <laughs> A, cuc- a cuckoo bird. Unibears. <laughs> yeah, unibears. So yeah, I uh, attacked, I don't. I kind of know what you mean, but I don't. I don't need to be alone to feel that. Yeah, try it. I don't think you can handle it. You're kind of a I have to be around people type guy. No, no. I, I mean, I, I don't mind being alone. I, but I don't need like I to enjoy nature or stuff like that. I don't have to be alone to enjoy it. It's different with people, though. It's different. You're not like there's a vulnerability and like just a sense of just you and that, and that's it. There's no one like, oh, look at this thing over here. Like, shut up! I'm trying to like <laughs> be be one with this. <laughs> 
So like I could do it too. I think it's just, it, it's a lot more powerful alone. So while you were there, I had, you, you, you kind of hinted that you could live in Hawaii now that you're back again and look back on it. Could you live on an Island like that? Yeah. Uh, I actually would love that. The only thing I'd be worried about is like cut off of, from supply. Because there's really well, not, probably not just... a ton of hunting and stuff. You'd have to really know. I mean, you could probably fish and live. You could fish. Uh, there's tons of wild boar. Yep, apparently. Hey, uh, we don't know what the fuck we were talking about, but we're back. Did hit the intro? The intro? Yeah. What about the intro? No kidding. Ah, there was... One thing I wanted to touch on. <laughs> Children. Oh, that's many things. Yeah, they're fast. Many things I touch on. Ah. <laughs> we talked about that, a theory about that as well earlier, or yesterday or day before. What What did you want to touch on? <laughs> My flight to, uh, from Seattle to Anchorage. Okay. It's like a three, three and a half hour flight. And I get my seat. I have an aisle seat. Just a regular seat. It's nothing great. And everyone's boarding. Everyone's boarding. This lady points to my row. So I hop up. She gets in. She sits in the middle. I'm like, oh boy. Everyone keeps loading. Finally... They're down to the end. There's They close the doors, and there's no one else in our row. It's just me and her, and she continues to sit in the middle. That's I hate that so much. Describe this lady. What does she look like? <laughs> she had a, a, a black beanie on. She had short, short hair, like very she's, short hair, like, boy, like a boy cut hair. So she's woke immediately. Oh, she definitely looked like it. She looked like she was in her like late twenties. Okay. Uh, she had a prom dress on, a purple prom dress. Oh, that's sexy. With black leggings. It's cute. <laughs> when I picture the prom dress, would I picture it like being puffy? Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a puffy one. It was a like a silky looking, regular, purple looking prom dress. It's fancy. Either a prom dress or a uh, bridesmaid's dress. And she's like, I'm not packing for shit. I'm going to wear everything I got. Yeah. And um, that's like a picture of unstableness. <laughs> I had you show my... up in the prom dress. Oh, it was, it was, it was weird, but I had my headphones on and I was just chilling and she's like ruffling through her bag and like put taking stuff out, putting it back in, taking it back out, putting it back in. I'm like, oh boy. And she's fidgeting all like nonstop. She couldn't stop fidgeting. <laughs> and I, I look Mess over up. at her and then she looks at me and I'm like, oh no. And um, she starts yapping. <laughs> and looking right at me. And so I take my headphones off. I was like, uh, what was that? And she's like, oh, nothing. And she turns her head and she's like uh, talking to herself. She's like, oh, Jessica, you you idiot. Uh, And I'm like, are you all right? 
And uh, you didn't ask if she like, was oh, all right. Uh... <laughs> what? You didn't ask her if she was all right. There's no way. I swear to God, I asked her if she was all right. Okay. And she's just like, oh, I'm just, uh, this is how I, I get when I'm nervous. And uh, I just talk to myself and I say inappropriate things. I'm like, okay. <laughs> was she nervous like, because she was on a flight or because she was sitting next to her prom date? I, I don't have any idea. Um, but it, it only, it got worse. It got much worse. Okay. Describe, uh, I said, explain. Oh. I said, Hey, it looks like our seats open. You can, you know, you don't have to sit next to me if you don't want to. And, uh, and she looks at me and then she looks at the seat and she's like, eh, talking to herself. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I put my headphones back on and about 20 minutes later. Oh, by the way, we're just sitting on the tarmac. Um, we can't leave yet. So my next flight is getting closer and closer to being canceled, uh, which it ended up did getting canceled. And I had to stay in Anchorage at night, but uh, tell, so we're just sitting tell there. Stories like a chick. Huh? Tell stories like a chick. I just want to let you know. Additional info. Backstory. Like, and then I think well, she was wearing a blue shirt. And then I don't know if she picked that shirt out because she liked it or because she felt like she had to wear it. She, I don't I know if she has like any of issues. That. <laughs> Go I ahead. never said any of that. Continue. So instead of a three hour flight, now we're, uh, we're stuck there for at least four hours. And it's my worst nightmare because I don't ever, I hate talking to people. It's the worst. Every time it happens, it's usually a chick crying or a chick grabbing my arm because she's afraid of the flight. Like it never turns out good. Uh, and this one was a disaster. She sat there um, fidgeting and talking to herself. So I turn on music so I don't have to hear any of it. And then I feel a tap on my knee and I look over and she's tapping my knee. So has a top down. And she's talking to me. So uh, I was like, uh, I put my headphones down. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, do you want me to sit over in the other seat? I was like, sure. Yeah, you could absolutely have that seat. So she hops over into the, the window seat. I'm like, thank God. And then about two minutes later, she jumps back into the middle seat. Why? I have no fucking idea. And I was like, What's what's up? And she's like, I don't want to sit in that seat. I want to sit next to you. You're very sexy. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay, I'm like, okay. And then she goes on and gives her whole life story. Uh, talks about her boyfriend, how much she loves him. Then you you were into that at that point. And <laughs> and she talks about she's so in love with him, but she can't be around him. She has to get away from him. Um, that's why she's going to Kodiak Island or whatever is where she was going. Right, where the woman is king. <laughs> <laughs> you can go there as the worst woman of all time, and guys are like, oh, my God, new pussy. <laughs> she took her beanie off. Then she put it back on. She kept doing that over and over. I'm like, oh, you're going to get lice all over me. God damn it. should have asked how much meth she had available. Um, 
I, I did not ask about any mm. math. Um, uh, when I have those kind of people, if they insist on talking to me, I'll frustrate them into stopping or <clears throat> you lean into it and try to push the crazy. Well, I, that's what I ended up doing. Okay. <laughs> if I How lean so? into it. Well, I just, uh, I was like, um, all right, tell me about your life, your boyfriend. And, uh. It was all very vague. She's from Utah. She was born in Utah. Yeah, it but then you're, like so you're maybe... getting crazy with her, bro. You're like, prove it. How long are you there? Are they after you? <laughs> I didn't do any of that. I did That's... this, though. She's like, oh, I need alcohol. Alcohol will calm me down. I was like, really? She's, She's like, like, I need yeah. to get away from him. I need side dick. And you look easy. I was like, all right. So when the cart came by, I'm like, I need two doubles, uh, Jack and Coke. Did you buy it? Yes. And I you gave her some. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear I God, said, here dude. you go. And um, she ended up drinking all of it fairly quickly. she give you a hand job? No hand jobs. You no. got fucking punk, dude. Oh, I didn't want any of this. <laughs> um, but it was the longest four hours of all time. Listening to, first of all, just listening to a chick talk for four hours is exhausting. Yeah, that's why. Like the headphones are magic. Usually, if they tap you, you just like make them tap you again and look over and act like they're bothering something you're doing. Start going through emails and shit. Yeah. You got to like look busy, man. This never happens. So I didn't like who sits right next to you when there's an open seat. That happened. It infuriates us. By the way, if you have a middle seat and there's one open, no one's going to yell at you for moving over. Once the door is closed, you're good. The seats are wide open. They're all yours. (laughs) Move over. Uh... Mm. I hate, uh, it makes me mad at that person. Like I, the whole time I can't even concentrate. I'm like, I hate you. I fucking hate you. Why do you do this? <laughs> right. And you can't, it's not like it's going to help moving to the other seat. Cause she's still going to, they're still going to be in the middle. Yeah. It's a real fucking checkers situation. If you jump her, she doesn't disappear. <laughs> what it made me so happy when she jumped over to the other seat. I was like, Oh, thank God. She's like, how am I going to get this fucking retard to buy me a drink now? And, uh, yeah, she ended up um, telling me her whole life story and, but without any, but all very vague, no no details. Like, why didn't you push for details? I tried. You're in it, man. Like you're in it. You might as well get it all. Like what else? Tell us that time. Tell me the time you were touched by your uncle. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like what kind of trauma she this bitch has been through. I want, I, I I asked her. I was like, "Have you ever been in a, in a three way in a in an insane asylum or anything?" No, you didn't. I did. And she I don't said, believe you. <laughs> okay. How right. do you ask a stranger that? Hey, have you ever been locked up for being bananas? Because all signs point to bananas. By the way, nice outfit. How'd you choose that? <laughs> no, because she was telling me how crazy she was. Oh. 
and that she has like um handlers <laughs> she said i've ha- my handler's not here yeah did you ask where the like how'd you get away from your handler is it dead <laughs> <laughs> Who put you in this outfit? Is that why you killed them? <laughs> so, yeah, she's been in uh, behavioral units before, she said. For what? She didn't say. She wouldn't answer that. <laughs> she didn't want to seem too crazy, you know what I mean? I think showing up in a prom dress and a beanie kind of did it. <laughs> I'm trying to. You get some weird ones, dude. Like, if I somebody just... does that, I, I think they get either scared of me because I start to either look irritated or I flat out ignore them. Then that irritates them. It, well, I think I look irritated. So they get scared of me or I flat out ignore them where they're like, Oh, this guy is not going to play my game. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker, I guess. Maybe she probably sized you up walking in like this guy's going to listen to my whole life. I can make up anything I want. And he'll be like, Oh really? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, she was, uh, she had to go up and go to the bathroom like 17 times. Oh, it's infuriating, dude. That's where <laughs> I would have changed. Like, can I sit by the window? Cool. <laughs> no, I didn't want to be trapped by the window. Right. She would have leave for sure. At least she could have got a blowjob. <laughs> a blowjob in the middle of the day on a plane. Yeah, that would have been that would have been uh, for sure going to happen. Uh, you just say like, oh, she took advantage of me. They're like, no, nah, like she has handlers. Look at her outfit. Like, who do you think is telling the truth? I've had some some strange encounters on planes. Yeah, you're open. You open up to it, though. I'm an open book. You are a little bit. I dealt with a crazy dude this weekend or this week. Yeah. You, you told me about him a little bit. He sounded pretty cool though. <laughs> I liked him, but he was like, uh, it was a behavioral unit area <clears throat> and he was kind of off by himself, like away from the other people and the staff hated him. You could tell they were just annoyed by him. He was a weird know-it-all. He like knew like he's like, oh, the fire system isn't up to code, and he was telling me all these things that aren't up to code. I'm like, oh, and he was telling this lady that whoever took his notebook, it was illegal because he was documenting uh, violations against him. (laughs) He is going to use in his case, and some of it like was very plausible, and I, I don't know, that would be very tough. Like, I was like, maybe this guy's. I mean, he seemed kind of there what were some of the violations he didn't say the violations i wanted to hear them but the guy that i was with wouldn't even like look at him or anything and the guy was talking to us and like hey what's up dude like that's all they want sometimes you know just to be acknowledged that they exist like if you weren't crazy and you were in there and you're like oh no i have written some stuff down they're like oh look at this crazy fuck writing stuff down that's what that's why you don't look at him that makes him feel even crazier I guess. Like, I looked at him and said, what's up? Because he was talking to me. I acknowledged him. And then he, she, they said his name, like, to go to his room, like, Demarius or something. And he's like, my name is Master Chief. You know that. And, I was, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I get it now. <laughs> so I had to go back in that unit the second day. 
to go look at something and he was out again wandering around in this area and the people get visi- visibly like uncomfortable so he must have slapped a few around or something or, or they slapped him around maybe and that's what he's writing in his notebook and uh he said something to me he's like that's not in code and i explained to him you know why it probably is in code and he's like oh thanks i didn't know that and he goes, hey, nice to I'm I'm Master Chief. I'm like, hey, Master Chief, nice to meet you. He goes, oh, you called me by my name. And he fist bumped me. And he walked away and went he went through his room. <laughs> All they could do is call Master Chief. The guy's like, cool, that's who I am. Was he hanging around your cart, look, eyeing your No, I didn't tool. have that. I didn't bring it in. How many times has that happened where you, you, you take your cart in and there's like someone who's like walking – Close Cases, casing it, casing it, and, and you can tell they're looking at shit on the cart. Yeah, like I could use this to stab everyone. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've had it happen so many times. I'm not yeah, taking like stuff, but eyeing my shit. Right. Well, I had that one guy break out. Remember that? Yeah, and you, uh, you just I stepped punk- out of the way. I did. I punk bitched out of the way because I was like, "Can I get a? Am I going to get in trouble for tackling this guy?" Oh, uh, you wouldn't have. Oh, dude, if I had tackled him, I would have been a hero. But I like I jumped out of the way at the last second and there was a like a, a metal sign next to me that I tripped on. And they're like, I got up and they're like, are you OK? I'm like, oh, I look like a bitch. <laughs> well, I look behind me. It was a vestibule with like sliding glass doors, one to get into the vestibule and then one to leave the building. And there was a security guard out there and he let him out. And there was had had time to, for the doors to slide open. Twice. Oh. They brought him back. He wouldn't look at me. They got him. What was he uh, running from? I don't know. I th- it was one of those like inpatients where they brought him in and he was in a gown. It wasn't like an actual behavioral unit. It was one of those where they're holding him like in an emergency situation type thing. You know what I mean? Dead police around him. I think so. Yeah. And he's bolted past them. Like uh, I stiff armed him into the wall a little bit and that slowed him down. And when I got in front of the doorway to like make a decision, if I could tackle this guy, like my brain was going at a thousand miles an hour, like doing calculations. <laughs> and then I immediately called our HR department. Like, Hey, could I have tackled this guy? They're like, only you can only make like one move and it can't be premeditated. It has to be like a self-defense move. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's all you have to say is I, I thought he was going for my face. So I punched him. I wasn't going to punch him. I was just going to stand like I was going to tackle him. Like if I, if I tackle him and he breaks his arm, can he sue me? I have no idea. But that was interesting. Like they just go, hey, hey, hey. They didn't even tell me that was like a an elopement risk. They just, the dude just ran out of there as the door was open. I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> it's shocking to have a guy barreling at you. Yeah. So I sniff armed him into the wall a little bit. Like what's going on, dude? So I yeah, like I, I would have. Uh, I don't know what I would have done, but if it was a kid, you would tackle them. That's where you got to be real careful. No, kid, you just kill that motherfucker. Boom! Welcome to Jesus. <laughs> this is a big dude. He's probably like six two, maybe two two twenty, two forty. Right. You try tackling him, he just slams you down. Yeah, he may have fucking ran right through me, but I think I could have tackled him. Right. You got you got sweet tackling moves. I know how to tackle. <laughs> it's not very difficult. 
even the little safeties tackle big dudes in football. You know what I mean? As long as you know where to grab them, low. Stay lower than him. Grab his dick. Yep, just hang on it as he's running. Give him the old dick twist. The old dick twist. <laughs> uh, so that lady sounded pretty crazy. Um, you should have really pushed it, though. If you can push it and make her like out crazy her. See oh, she, where she's trying to call you for your bullshit where you're like, yeah, I uh, killed a monkey once. She's like, what? And then she's scared was, of you. Everyone was missing their flights. I said, are you going to make your next flight? She's like, oh, I, may, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, you you have no idea? And she's like, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked. I'm like, you have no idea. You're not going to fucking Kodiak. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't even know where I'm at, bud. I'm on good stuff. <laughs> uh, that kind of brings the, you know, I was talking about homeless people in Honolulu where I didn't yeah. see a ton. Well, once I said that, I started seeing more. And then up uh, one of the sides of the island, there's a lot more like living on the beach in the kind of the poor neighborhood. I'd live on the beach if I was homeless. I was. I would have lived up in the hill because I don't want homeless people dealing, fucking with my shit or me. I wouldn't want to be in a community of homeless. You live on a hill? Yeah, there was a hill. Like, so there was the beach and then there was a big hill behind it, like across the highway or street. And then back behind this neighborhood, there was a big, like, mountainous hill. I would just lived up on top of that. Like a god. Yeah, it's not real easy to go. You have to go down the hill and get all your canned goods, you know, your empty cans to collect and. Yeah, whatever. I'd have to go for a walk. It'd take me a little longer for the day, but garbage. I also, I also probably wouldn't get stabbed in the middle of the night. Oh, um, are the homeless killing each other constantly? I don't know. I mean, I can't leave anything in my tent there. They're going to be fucking rummaging through it. Not necessarily. You got there's a, a huge delay. Maybe they're maybe they're all nice to each other. Maybe they're all friends. Maybe. But I would have probably lived back in there. But um, you are and, but being antisocial. You'd be a very. <laughs> you wouldn't. You couldn't live in a homeless community. No, I would hate it. Having conversations I don't want to have with crazy people. <laughs> but you're gonna be uh, all fucking tripped out and fucked up anyway. No, nah, I Maybe. could be homeless. Is not like that. But that brought me to my question for sure. And that I, I kind of talked to you about. Yeah, what's the question? Do people? become homeless because they're crazy or once you're homeless you become crazy or is it a little bit of both i think you are it's more likely you're crazy first yeah and it's not just crazy people that are homeless i know but they there's a lot of them seem pretty goofy. so it's people dodging the law it's people who are lazy. Well, that's probably um, some bad circumstances in there, not just laziness. Yeah, can't get work, not looking for work, get evicted. Now they're living on the streets. Yeah, and living on the streets is pretty is pretty bleak. So then now you're starting to do drugs just to feel good. So you're doing all these drugs, and who knows what they're laced with, and how you know whatnot and then that's when you start getting crazy maybe i think the fact of not if you're not having conversations with people and you don't get to use your voice ever you start to become crazy you start to talk to yourself 
I was driving around for like eight hours that last day. And I did, I remember just saying something out loud and I'm like, why did I do that? That's fucking crazy. And yeah, I just, like just use my plane. voice constantly. She's constantly talking to herself. Right. But I mean, I think that's why it looks like that is because you're having somebody to talk to. And I wonder if your mind fragments into two. So you have someone to talk to you. Or does it allow an opening? So if something comes in so that you can be two of you, I don't know. Well, could you see yourself being homeless? Yeah. I wanted to do it for, uh, when I was younger, I wanted to like try it for a summer. Yeah, but that's in what way? Like live on the street for a summer. Like give up everything. Yeah, I would still have a home to go back to, I guess. I would have had to have enough money to pay the rent or whatever through that time. Yeah, but that's not truly homeless. So in the back of your mind, you know you have something that you're going to go back to. So that's not yeah. really homeless. No, but it's still there's an experience of being sleeping under a fucking bridge and stuff. And trying to figure out how you're going to eat and things. Yeah, are you going to panhandle? Would you be a panhandler? That'd be tough because you have to kind of swallow your pride. There's a lot of pride demolishing in that. Yeah, I mean, you're living on a fucking park bench or under a bridge, dude. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm, but I would have been living in a way that, like, I'm not doing this because I can't do anything else. It's like, I chose to do this. I chose to be a piece of shit. Not a piece of shit. I just wanted to see if it's possible. Could I do no, it? Could I do it in a better way? No, it's a piece of shit. I suppose. <laughs> no, it is. It's not. There's no supposing about it. I, I would have been a piece of shit. Yes. Even though I had money and things and a place yeah. to go back to. Would and have I'm been doing looked upon as, as a piece of shit. Maybe looked upon, sure. But am I? Yes. No. It was an experiment. First of all, it's not really an experiment. It's not a true experiment because you'd have to literally have nothing to go back to for it to be real. All right. Oh, yeah, sure. Go live on the street for a month and see if you don't feel like it might be some sort of realistic experiment when you have nothing. Yeah, but you that, that's stupid. That's like saying uh, I'm going to go um, live in my backyard and experience nature. Um like the true wild nature in my backyard. I'm no, going to do it for a month. Because let's say. Okay. I'm going to have a campfire. I'm going to roast marshmallows and shit. Um, I'm going to hunt for wild birds in the trees. Nah, man. It's a little different than that. It's not even close to a true it experience is. of being home. It is just because I have a place to go, but they might have places to go to. They choose not to go to. That's not true. Just because I have an end in sight to feel what it's like to be out there. Like I won't have the pure desperation they have or the despair of like, this is my life forever. I won't get that feeling for sure. I'll know that I have this many days left, but to experience it, that's like saying then, then alone isn't real. Right. Right. And then what's to say then alone um, is nothing. No, alone is nothing. You go three days and you're like, man, I don't want to eat garbage. I'm going to go get McDonald's. No, I have to go the 30 days. That's the whole thing. You have to do the 30 days. The thing is, um, you were talking about alone and how crazy it is and this and that. That's nothing. They get to go home. What's the big deal? They do. And the, they get people following them around and give them food and money. and the big, I guess batteries. the biggest deal is they don't know 
when How the end is. Eat? They don't know when the end is. Well, their end is whenever they make it. They don't know when everyone else quit. They're going as long as they can. They're, right. There is no end. The only yeah. end is if you want to be the one to make it, you have to outlast whoever's left and you have no idea who's left. Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same kind of then. Because it's you not have an out. anywhere you get near to go the home. same. You get to go home. You know you get to go home. You can pull the plug at any time. It's not as anywhere near the same. it gets too hard, you get to quit. Let alone the extra stuff they were giving them on the side. <laughs> Which is what you would do as a homeless person. You wouldn't do it. I didn't do it. So you're probably you right. But I it. wanted to. I wanted to try to see if I could out do it better than them. I was going to live in this like the side of a hill. Like dig a cave like into a dirt out of dirt. And throw like try to get some shit in there for like a tarp. I had a plan. <laughs> First of all, in the middle of a city. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you, our cities are a little different than yours. Well, not really. You have hills and stuff that are outside the cities. Yes. That aren't like part of people's land. It might be, but they're out there enough where it, no one's going to really notice. So that was my plan for a while. I wanted to do it really badly. But um, I was nervous about I would have had to quit my job and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't have 30 days of vacation. The only time you can really do that is if you're like a teacher. And so you have all summer off. Yeah. But I just want to see what it's like. Like, could I do it? Could I find a way that like it would be sustainable for me? Like that would be a really big, cool test of just self-reliance. It wouldn't be as cool as a loan where you're out there tra- tra- like hunting and trapping your own shit. But just in an urban environment, what it'd be like and dealing with the people and just walking around a lot, you'd probably be emaciated by the end or at least in better shape. Uh, You wouldn't be in better shape. Uh, You would be probably in worse shape. You'd start doing drugs. I'd probably use the money for food. No, you'd do drugs. Why? Because that's what homeless people do. Not all of them, probably. A majority. Yeah, the vast majority. But I could probably do it without doing the drugs. If drugs would be better, needles. for sure. I'm not going to do heroin. You share needles with people. You have a like you're very you're being very like typecast of homeless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think that's every single homeless person? I think it's the vast majority of homeless people. Maybe. Well, I'm not going to be a vast majority. I'm really not and the vast majority every- of anything. Homeless homelessness got extreme once they closed all the insane asylums. When they did that, that's when the homeless problem skyrocketed. Maybe I'm glad whoever's telling you your facts. I can imagine the two shows, but um, <clears throat> I think I just thought it'd be an interesting social experiment for myself and kind you of prove miserably. That I could do it. Maybe you would. Maybe. No, no, there's no maybe about it. You would fail. Okay, I'd fail. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's no skin in the game for you. That's the there's only thing. I leave in 30 days. I get to go home. Yeah, that's no, no skin but in the at, game. No, not at all. Not when I'm seven days out laying in the fucking, in the middle of nowhere, it's kind of vulnerable. Someone could stab me and I'm like, no, I still get to go home. This means nothing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I enjoy talking to thought experiments with you. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. No I wonder mean, if to, I start talking to myself. To be homeless for a month. Come on. That's, that's a slap in the face to homeless people. Yeah. I'm not trying to be homeless for real. Like, oh, I have to do an experiment. I'm just going to be homeless now forever. I had to cry an experiment. I guess I just live homeless. Like, how do yeah, you experiment? You do? Like, well, I, it never ends. I'm like homeless forever. The true experiment, you quit everything. You quit your job. You sell everything off. You ha- and, and you give but away I'm a, but all I'm your a rich, money. But I'm a rich bum at that point. You give away all your money. Mm-hmm. And you go live in the street. So you can't even afford. So you've gotten rid of everything. Mm-hmm. To the point where you can't afford anything. Mm-hmm. You've quit your job. Mm-hmm. So you can't go back and work and, and couch hop. So you are literally destitute. Yeah. Now, it, would be an, it would be an exact homeless. Like it'd still be a, an experience. Now you start your homeless life and try to pick yourself up and get a job and do all that. Right, so I can't do like an experiment to see what it's like for thirty days. I have to ruin my life to figure it to feel it really. Yes, you're gay. <laughs> like, oh, you just, I'm not really homeless. Home. I want to find the number one homeless person and be like them because otherwise, I'm not truly homeless. <laughs> the number one homeless person. I have to go get stabbed. Like, there you go. I got raped by another homeless. There we go. That's true experience. Like I could still have somewhat of an experience doing that to yeah, get so a basic be, feeling of it. What would be the point of it? Appreciation of what I have. I was oh, you didn't say that. You just said I just to be homeless, just to you know, and to see if I it. could do it, and to see if I could do it. Like, could cool. I handle it? Like to get an experience. Like after that, I'd probably give money to homeless people a lot more than I do. Maybe to know how hard it really is. We make it so pretty like, easy for him. Uh, okay. You just told me I had to sell all my shit and be poor and have nothing and never have anything again. We make it we make it pretty easy for the homeless. So now their life is easy. You're all over they, the place, bud. They sleep where they want. They shit where they want. They do drugs. No one gives a fuck. They're kind of like the kings of the streets. They look like it. They kind of are. They kind of are the kings of the streets. I guess. I, I would think you would rather like try to be a homesteader or something like that, where you you move to the country, go off grid. Now that's you. Grow your own shit. Yeah, that interests me a little bit, but the idea of I want to see what it's like these what these people have to deal with. That would be interesting to me. And just to see oh. if I can do it better. They have to deal with being ignored 99% of the time. Yeah. That would be fine. That part would be fine for me. But I'm just curious if I could do it and find a way that was sustainable for myself and maybe outdo them. But like, look, man, I'm better than you at this. Yes, that's what you want to aspire to be, better than a homeless person. Yeah. But like, even then, when I go down and I don't have, I'm going out there with no money, no nothing with them. I still outdid them in 30 days. It took me 30 days to outdo them. 
Yes, yes. So now. <laughs> that's a, I mean, you're already doing it now. For sure. You're, out, you're out perform, performing them right now. Yeah, but I also I'm have, have a head start. I've always had a job. You have a head that. start. They they grew up. They they were born homeless, living Maybe. on the streets. Maybe a rough environment ran away or something, and really never recovered. Yeah, there's a lot of sad stories out there with homeless people. How much of it do you think they bring on to themselves? I have no idea, but I know how you think. You grew up a lot wealthier than me, and you weren't wealthy in any way. <laughs> I'm you just asking that mind, a simple you have question. That mind thought. I I'm do in- have a question about your dad too. Is he in the Freemasons? Because I looked at their, uh, he has like their um, patches on their shirts, and they have a Freemason symbol. No, he's not. You wouldn't be able to tell me anyway. Uh, but that's you're one of them. That's my. <laughs> That's my question. How many of them do you think bring it on themselves or how many do you think are just true, horrible luck scenarios? Probably 60, 40, 70, 30, maybe. Of which and which? Well, obviously more on yourself than just have it happen to you probably. But there's probably a catalyst that starts it. Like a a life, a life shattering event. Like um, you get kicked out and you can't recover or, you know what I mean? Just something you lose a job. You, even if you brought that losing that job on yourself, but there's got to be some sort of catalyst that begins it in the, for the most part. The ones I feel bad for are the crazy ones that weren't crazy from drugs, but they were just crazy in general. And they might be having the best time of all. Everything looks like a rainbow. No, they're having the worst time of all. I saw a lady uh, pushing a cart and she had so much shit in the cart. Like she was a hoarder, a bum hoarder. And I, she was struggling to push the cart. I'm like, you don't need all that dumb shit unless you're like trading it and selling it. She's just picking right. up garbage. Who are you to say what she needs? For sure. But I mean, like she was struggling to go anywhere. Like she had to push that thing around everywhere. Like that is a hindrance. <laughs> that's her house. That's her furniture. That's everything she owns. Yeah, she was pushing, and then she started having a conversation with herself, stepped back and gestured like, no, go ahead, you do it. Like she was talking to whoever she was talking to inside of herself. Like, no, you do it then. You push it. That's probably how she gets motivation. Maybe. She's like, how about you take over? Look good. I'm not even tired. My secondary personality took over. I wonder of the age of some of these bums, because they look like they're haggard and they're like 70 years old, but they're probably like, like 45, 50 maybe. Do you think you're stronger than they are? Not physically, just in general? You mean mentally? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I think they're stronger than us. I don't know. I mean, I think they're stronger. They have steeled their minds. Their resolve is like we would. We're pussies compared to them. But they're also bums like they're they don't give a fuck about trying to better themselves i know but also when you're sitting out in the cold like i mean we would we're pussies compared to them they're closer to living the way we used to like if shit went down bums would be kings if shit flipped 
where everything shut down, bums would almost be kings. Except for the guys with guns that do really well until the ammo run out, ran out. <laughs> bums wouldn't want to be kings, though. That's they don't they don't have any self um, worth. They don't have any motivation. They may. Their motivation is what live survive. The next day. Survive. That's how they would outdo us. Like a zombie apocalypse, the bums would be the ones, the bums would be killed the best at it. Live to the next day and get drugs and alcohol. Because they already live in the environment. We don't. We're pussies. Yeah, maybe the bums are the the, the true um, stewards of the earth. Maybe. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that is what kind of brought me into it is like, I'm a pussy compared to them. (laughs) <laughs> like it gets cold as fuck here dude and they find a way to get through it and they pop up next year they're still alive some of them not all of them maybe not all of them make it but that's what i'm saying though but they do and they find a way to do it so that interest that just it's a mind experiment that interests me a lot this is a funny episode how many bums died of covid I don't know. I'm sure you and your right wing listenings will tell you that number. I don't. I don't think there is a way to know that number. Nope. I don't think they counted bums. Hard to get it if you're not around people at all. Oh, they're around people. That's one thing about bums is, is they're not out in the country being bums. They're in the city being bums. Yeah, but they're not near as many people as we are. There's twenty. There's twenty thousand bums just on one street in L.A. Okay, that's a lot. That is a lot. You happy we talked about bums? What's that? <laughs> I think you could do it. You could totally be a bum. Thanks, man. I think, I think it'd be very. Would... I think it'd be way more difficult than you think. Yeah, just because you have a home to go to at the end, you, it would just be very humbling, dude. Yeah, it's more like life destroying. You're a worthless piece of shit. When you're a bum, you're a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. To everyone. Like, that was part of it, too, is to see how people would treat me and what that feels like. They would treat you very poorly. Yeah. They'd say, why the fuck don't you get up and get a job, you piece of shit? Yeah. Don't you think that'd be kind of interesting to experience? Oh, it would be terrible. I wouldn't want to experience that. You wouldn't, it would make you appreciate your life afterwards? I appreciate my life now. Mm. But yes, it would make you, it would make you probably appreciate it even more. I agree. Yeah. But you might start hating regular people more. I hate regular people. I can't hate them any more than I hate them now. Okay. <laughs> so that would be tough. I think you are the same way. Yeah, they make me I, I struggle with normal people. <laughs> it's a lot of socio, like a lot Maybe of Maybe you should have sat next to this chick on the plane. You probably would have had a good time. I'd probably fingered her. I said, hey, take your leggings off. 
<laughs> oh, that'd have been gross. It'd have been smelled like fucking 3D old tuna. That's all right. By the way, I want you to. Be... I want I want us to eat. Um, I sent you a video of that guy opened up that weird fermented fish. Mm-hmm. I don't know the brand of it. It's some weird brand from Sweden. Mm-hmm. But I want to try it. Why? Because I want to see. One, because you know I hate more than you. Oh, you don't hate fish more than me. You eat clam chowder and things like that. Yeah, that's different. You eat you eat crab. Okay. So fish is like I just fish in general is disgusting. Why do you want to do that? I want to see how like if we could handle it better than that guy did. But you get to go back to your regular home afterwards. Yes. Hmm. Seems like it's not even a thing then. Then, then we won't try it. <laughs> you want to? You want to try it as an audio? No, you think that'd video. be good audio. It'd be a video. Okay. It'd be put on the Patreon. Okay. We'll talk about it. I guess nothing like throwing up on video. I'm just saying we don't. Let's see if we can handle it better than that guy did. I couldn't. You might. Bro, I can. I struggle with food that is outside of my norm. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I mean, bad. So it would be interesting to watch. All right, let's plan it. Okay, we'll plan it. We'll plan it like we everything we else we do, guys. You will never see it. That's not true. Don't listen to him. We'll never see it. He's very negative. All the time. <laughs> this is a funny episode. I had fun. You? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, motherfucker. They can't all be gems. <laughs> Let's sneak a gem in. Let's sneak one in. All right. We can put one in. Let's put a gem in for our Patreon. What are we going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about midgets. Midgets. Yeah. That's a gem. Well, uh, I also want to gay test you. We're going to talk about midgets and we're going to talk about gay midgets. It's awesome. I don't think you're supposed to call them midgets. That's that's why they're going to listen because I okay. am in I'm not politically correct. <laughs> All right. Well, noodles. I'll see you in a minute on the Let's other side. Do it.